0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Beer Battered Sports Podcast. This is episode 72. I'm your co-host Kylie.
1: I'm 40.
0: And Isaac is not with us today, but he's here in the comments. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, we we still we still got Isaac around. Um he'll be back next week, hopefully. Uh But this week, you know, we've got some crazy stuff going on. we got the Bradley Beal trade, which I really wasn't sure was going to happen until it happened.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin with that because it's like everyone tarnished LeBron so much about super teams, and KD's had like seven of them now at this point. Exactly. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's been on like Yeah, uh, he was on the best war the best statistically record wise, the best basketball team of all time and yep. He went to the Nets and now he's with Beal and Booker. I just I don't think it helps the Suns as much as it sounds like.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not too sure if it's gonna help them as much as they think it is. As well, uh, too many superstars and too many superstars that are kind of like the same. They all need the ball in their hands.
0: Yeah, that's that's the biggest issue. And I mean, I I've said this so many times. I think the big three era is done. The big the big threes with you know like. Bosh, Wade, LeBron, and uh, Curry, Clay, and Draymond—like those, those, and Katie—like those teams are just are done.
1: Yeah, I believe so too. I, I think it's um going back to like more disciplined team basketball. Um, yeah. And those are the those are the guys that are winning the championships, like the Nuggets this year. I mean, outside of Nikola Jokic, none of those guys. Our top 75 players, none of those guys are um, even all-stars, I think, um, other than Jokic. I think de- – well, DeAndre Jordan, but that doesn't really count, you know, because he wasn't an all-star no. this year. What I'm saying is from this year, at his whole entire team, I don't think anybody was an all-star except for him. And Jamal – well, Jamal Murray as well, but he was coming back he, – he started this season coming back from injury. But yeah. – um. Besides Jokic and Murray, that team was really just a disciplined team that had great role players that, you know, could be coached and coached well. So this superstar that they had on their team, in Jokic, as well as, the, you know, the superstar that they had in, in Murray played well with with that the rest of the role players on that team. And them being so disciplined, it shows you it doesn't matter how much talent you have because talent-wise, I believe talent-wise that... The Lakers, Warriors, Kings, all those teams had m- much better talent-wise than the Nuggets have. Yeah. The Nuggets are just a very disciplined, well-coached team. So it doesn't matter how many superstars or how much talent you have. Looks like, you know, the sports are going back to that well-team, well-disciplined, team-oriented type teams to uh, win championships here. It's going to take more than big threes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you don't see players playing all 82. You like they just don't. Yep. And I mean, it's like Beal is never healthy. Ever.
1: Yeah, that's very true. He is he does sit out a lot of the season due to injury and being uh unhealthy.
0: Yeah, so it's like... I don't understand... it. They gave up a lot. They didn't give up a lot to get him. And the Wizards kind of... I mean, it's difficult because he has a full no trade clause. And he can dictate where he goes. So it really hinders how much you can get back for him. Right. It's not awful cuz I don't I don't think it's going to work out but now that I've said that they're probably going to win the finals so it's I don't know we'll, we'll see how it plays out but then yeah,
1: it... I I I still don't even think I I don't think they'll be the best team in the west honestly I honestly I think <laughs> um well, I have to see where the rest of the people go in this all season cuz I just saw Kuzma declined his option, and he'll actually be entering free agency. Yeah. Um, Draymond declined his option. He'll be entering free agency. So I got to see how the rest of the NBA plays out before I can say who will be the top team next year. But um, I, I definitely don't think the Suns will be it, even with the addition of Bradley Beal.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, we still have Kyrie to look at where he's going.
1: Yeah, He's, I think he'll, he'll stay in Dallas.
0: I think he'll stay in Dallas, too. Um, but that Kyrie trade really messed up Dallas's core. So it's, Yeah,
1: I can say that. But when they added him, it was more on the later side of the season. So it, it's going to take them a while to mesh and get together there. But I yeah. think that this year will be a different different season with – Luca and Kyrie,
0: yeah, I definitely don't think it's gonna be anywhere near as bad as it was this past season because that this it, they didn't even make the playoffs, yeah, the year after they were in the Western conference finals, so it's like I don't know if if, if he's if slash when he re-signs with um Dallas, I think it'll go better. I just don't know. How much better? Because they still have weaknesses. Right. Um, but then, of course, everybody's talking about Dame now.
1: And that's probably going to be the biggest splash of the whole offseason if something does happen with Dame.
0: He wants the Blazers to trade the third overall pick. I don't know why he's so hell-bent on making the uh Blazers work they're not gonna work with him
1: yeah I, I don't know he is he's, he's dedicated to that team that's the team he's was you know got drafted by and things of that nature so I understand him he kind of has like a Michael mentality you know where he wants to make it work in that city there but I don't know Portland is I don't think that's the destination to be making things work.
0: I mean, there are definitely times where they had opportunities and, you know, they were in the Western Conference Finals. But I just think now it's just – it's time to – it's time for him to go. I don't think Portland is going to win with – within his time frame there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I, – I feel bad for Dame. I believe Dame needs he should have got out of there a long time ago.
0: He definitely should have. And as on one hand, I can respect the um the loyalty because as a fan, I would want a player to stay really loyal to my team and he's clearly loyal to the team in the city. But at some point you just you just need to accept the fact that maybe it's just not gonna work out there. Exactly. Oh, uh, Mike says, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Mike?
1: What's up, Mike?
0: Um, But, I don't know. There's, there's a lot that's going to happen in the NBA offseason because James Harden is still not signed anywhere. And... You still have the draft, so there's there's still been, a lot of moving pieces.
1: Been a lot of talk about James Harden to the Lakers, and I, honestly, I don't like it. Mm-mm. I don't want it.
0: Yeah, I love Harden. Not a good
1: fit. I love you know, I love Harden. Harden is definitely Hall of Famer when his time is done. But um, as far as him being on my team, if it's 2016, I would love it. Yeah. But right oh, now, I'm anymore. okay with it.
0: Mike says, uh, "Where did Isaac go? Did he finally leave to start his own NASCAR
1: podcast?"
0: <laughs> uh, no, he is on his way to, I believe, Ocean City. I don't know where those idiots are going. Hey, They're I'm, going I'm
1: actually going to answer this real quick. This is uh, important call. Sorry. Well, <laughs> never mind. It hung up. So, if, they'll call um, back, I mean, if they call back, they call back, I'll have to answer. All
0: right. Um, but I forget where we were. Where we were? Harden. Well, oh yeah. I I don't think Harden's a good fit for LA.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, he's too much of an ISO player to uh, play with LeBron there.
0: Yeah, and it would just look weird seeing him in a Lakers jersey. I don't know. I don't like it.
1: At the end of the day, though, it could work because it could put LeBron back into a score mode, and yeah, even with even even at his age, and even even at his age in the year that he's in in the NBA, he showed us in that Denver series, even though he got swept, he can go put up forty points a night any given night if he wants to. Yeah. He had 31 in the first half in game four. And then the second half, he tried to let his team, you know, play basketball with him and score points when he should have just kept dominating. A player like Harden comes over there who is a pass first guy, you know, it could put LeBron back into a scorer mode because it's like, all right, now I don't have to facilitate as much because I got a guy who's just as basketball smart as me on the floor here with me. And, you know, he can turn back into that scorer and, dominate like we all know that he can instead of being so pass-first mentality.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um uh, Mike said he's not sure if we talked about it yet, but where do we see Dan going? I, I don't see Dame leaving.
1: Yeah, I either he's either not going to leave or he's going to go to Miami. One of the two. Kind I think those are the two Miami. options
0: so annoying. Miami is in on everybody only because of their location. Oh, not because of the location there. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, it, that's, that's a good point to it though, because if I call you to have dinner in Miami in the, in the middle of December, you're most likely going to come, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know, like you got Miami or you got somewhere like Milwaukee where it's 10 degrees out. So.
1: Exactly. So if, I had a choice between Miami and Milwaukee. I'm probably nine times out of ten going to Miami.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, and the the Heat culture is really a thing.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, they got their asses kicked in the NBA Finals this year, but they were an eight seed. Yep. I think they had to play both playing games.
1: Yep. Uh, not only that, it's they, um, eight seed knocked down a one seed in the first round to get there. And then it, like, it's just like, they honestly don't have any, like, this, this Heat team reminded me of that 2018 Cavs team. Like, honestly, there was only Jimmy Butler. Other than Jimmy Butler, I de- like, what did he really have? Like, Max Struess was averaging, what, seven points a game. Gabe Vincent was averaging nine points a game. Like, you know, if Jimmy Butler would have won this championship, we would have had to start talking about him being in the category of, like, top ten, top five all time because there was nobody on this team with him that you can say is even a top on, a, on another team, none of those players start. No. Dave Vinson doesn't start on another team. Max Shrews doesn't start on another team. Any of those guys, they don't start on a different team. Only guy that probably starts on another team is Bam bio. And even there's nights you don't know what Bam bio you're going to get. You can get right 20 points, 15 rebounds, Bam bio, or you can get 3 points, 9 rebounds, Bam bio. So – you know, with with that team there, it, it's just it, it was amazing to see what Jimmy could do as an eight seed, as well as the players that were around him. Because I don't even really think that you can label them as role players, honestly. Like
0: a bunch of undrafted guys. Yeah. Like it's it speaks to the coaching and and their culture. Like people, like there's just something about. I mean that they' they'll just they will always be there,
1: oh yeah, and... I mean Eric sponsor is a great coach, and yeah. you can definitely see that because um, over the years, you know when you have a team that you have Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosch, and you're one or two in the east every year. Um, in the standings, and then you lose LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and you're still able to get to the playoffs. You're still able to get to the finals with role players and a Jimmy Butler. It just shows you how, how great of a coach he actually is as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. And upsets do happen, and magical runs do happen, but I really don't think this is one of those things. I think it's just – it's just the way Miami is. Right. And, I mean, playoff Jimmy Butler, while he did not have his best performances in the finals, they still had to get there with him backing them up.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And as you can see, with without him having good performances, they're complete trash. Yeah,
0: exactly. Utter garbage. So... I don't know. People people are writing off, you know, Jimmy Butler now and all that, but I just think it's I would have hold off on that because it's just again, like I will always say this, that's the heat culture. That's just it's a fact at this point. Yeah. I mean but so moving on, so we have the MLB season coming close to trade deadline. And your team is below my team in the standings. Potentially. My
1: forward. team has uh, been on a lot of bullshit lately.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the Mets are on some weird stuff right now.
1: I, I think that after the all-star break, we're going to turn it around. Hopefully it's not too late live in. But, um. I think we're gonna get it together soon, because we the team's been weird this year. Like there was a point in time where uh, Verlander was injured for a while. Then Max Scherzer gets suspended for the ten games. Um, then we have Pete Alonzo got injured for a while. Um, uh, it's just been a weird season so far, and then like. Verlander's not playing to his caliber. Yeah, his eight, like he's playing like he's washed. Like you know, like it's just been a weird season. But I think that sometime after this All Star break, we're gonna turn it all around.
0: Yeah, I mean, at some point, it all has to. <laughs> Mike, fuck <at> the meds. <laughs> um, at, at some point. I don't know. It's this whole MLB season has been kind of weird because you have the Rangers second in the standings, or first in their their um their division, in the standings. You have the Angels second, the Astros third, which the Astros just got swept by the Reds.
1: Yeah. Well the Reds have been pretty hot lately. The Reds they have. Yeah, Ellie De La Cruz is the deal. real deal. Ellie De La Cruz is the real deal.
0: He's he's something special. And they come to Baltimore next week, and I'm definitely going to try to go to the game Monday.
1: Yeah, I I, I was actually going to try to go to the game on Friday, uh, Mariners and Orioles. Oh really? mm mm-hmm.
0: I thought about going to that game. Um but you have the rays i mean the rays are always you know nobody talks about the rays but they're always kind of there um but the this year at least... about
1: the rays, i think the rays are going to lose in the uh division round of the playoffs i think i think they're going to get out of there the, the first time they step on the field in the playoffs they're out of there that 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 which will be their first round i know that's technically the second round but
0: it will be their first
1: round, yeah. Out. Yeah, I I think they get kicked out of the first round.
0: Mullins is close to returning. Yeah, I mean the Orioles. The Orioles are four games back. They can definitely take over. So, I mean, obviously it's a trade. We're not even halfway through the season. Yet. We haven't even gone to the All Star break or the trade deadline. So, nothing is set in stone. Nothing matters until the All-Star break is over. Yeah. Because once the All-Star break's over, the trade deadline's done, you know who's going to push for the playoffs, who's going to push for the World Series, and who's going to sell. And...
1: Yeah, I mean, it, anything can happen. We saw that with yeah. the Nationals some years ago, you know. Yeah. Them starting that season 19-31 and and then winning the World Series. Anything can happen
0: that was a very annoying year for me
1: um,
0: <laughs> but the al central does not have a team with a winning record the twins are 36
1: that's and 38 hmm that's actually insane
0: it is it's
1: even like, the, even the leader the leader in the central doesn't have a winning record
0: the twins are 36 and 38.
1: Wow. That's crazy.
0: It blows my mind every time I see it.
1: So somebody's going to make the playoffs in that division with a losing record.
0: Probably. And what sucks for the Red Sox is right now, well, it's, I'm enjoying it because, you know, screw the Red Sox since you Boston, but they are 39 and 35. They would be in first place in the Central. <laughs> and they're in last place in the East.
1: Yeah, the East is uh East has been hot this year.
0: Yeah, the, the East A-L-D. has been very hot.
1: Isaac's team has definitely turned it around a lot.
0: Yeah, in their last well, in their last ten games, the Yankees are four and six. So maybe they are getting better. I'm uh, R- Rodon is close to returning. He's um doing his rehab assignment. So. I
1: think we can. Um, wait oh, yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the, it's, it's just crazy when you look at some of these things because. The team with the biggest run differential is the Rangers at plus 150. It's not the Rays anymore, but they're close. They're at plus 141. So The Rangers have been
1: very impressive this year. They have. Like, yeah, they've been absolutely impressive. I, I remember when – I know he's out for the season, but I remember when DeGrom signed there. I'm like, why the hell did this dude pick the goddamn Rangers? Like, out of all the teams you can pick, and you pick the Rangers, and now it's like, all right, shut your mouth because <laughs> they're one of the top teams in the MLB this year.
0: Yeah, they are, and I mean they they had been making moves the past three years mm-hmm. to get to where they are now.
1: And so... that's the thing when you when you when you're doing what you're supposed to do inside the organization and making the moves you're supposed to make, making your team better. Eventually, things start to turn around because you even look at the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles have turned it around tremendously I remember there was a year where the Orioles lost 115 games like it's you know so there's
0: yeah they were an embarrassment
1: yeah absolutely embarrassing and it's even more embarrassing when the Red Sox put every record of their division in their outfield there so you see that 115 losses every time you're up at bat as a as an Oriole
0: Yeah, and so when when you're seeing that, you're like, "Damn, it's it's a little brutal." So it's yeah, like we suck. (laughs) When it just shows that obviously, like like you said, when you do the right things, it's going to click, right, at some point. And we've talked about this when you first came on this show. We talked about competent owners and owners that care. If you don't have an owner that like. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you have an owner that doesn't care, you're not going to win.
1: That's kind of like the uh, Oakland A's situation there.
0: Exactly, they sell every single player that they get, every single one. Yeah. And they don't have to. They don't have to have fans in the stands to make money, and that is the problem.
1: Because of all the
0: TV deals and stuff, they do not need the fans to make money. Exactly. Like, they have the lowest payroll in baseball, and combine that with all the money you get from the broadcast deals and the sponsorships and all that, you don't need a single fan in the stands to, to make your money. You're just sitting there enjoying it. Exactly. And you feel bad for the A's fans. Yeah. And then they're gonna move to Vegas like that.
1: It's yeah. embarrassing for the MLB. Yeah, it's absolutely just trash.
0: No, there isn't too much hockey stuff. The the Flyers, um, change their jerseys, but there isn't too much with hockey. Um, but football, there's always something going on with football. And D Hop still hasn't signed.
1: Yeah, I think he's uh just waiting it out. Um I don't think he's in a rush. I think I think he actually knows who he's gonna go to already. He just is not in a rush, like I said. Um You think I believe he, yeah, I, I believe he's gonna either go to same division. He, um both teams that I think he's going to go to are in the same division, but I think he's either going to go to Buffalo or New England.
0: I would hate him going to New
1: England. I don't really like New England for him because I feel like he's better than New England. Yeah. Um, but New England does have a pretty I, – I forgot they got Juju Smith. Um, oh, they do yeah. Have a pretty good, yeah. They Yeah, they have a pretty good core over there, so – you know, but I if if I'm him, I'm probably most likely teaming up with Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, you know, things of that nature. You know, and then as well as you got Dalvin Cook still not signed, and yeah, he was saying he was saying that you know him and DeAndre Hopkins could end up on the same roster, which would be absolutely insane as well.
0: That'd be ridiculous. I don't understand. Like, D-Hop is still that guy.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. There's never and, never been down in my mind that he wasn't that guy still.
0: Yeah, and Dalvin Cook is still a very, very good running back. The Vikings just didn't want to pay him. Exactly. So, if I'm the Ravens, I'm loading up and trying to get D-Hop too. I know... Diggs is frustrated, and he wants D-Hop to come to Buffalo, and he well, – that's
1: really why Diggs took a pay cut, so that yeah. they can have enough money to sign DeAndre Hopkins, and they yeah. haven't made the move yet. So that's why he's pissed off, which I understand completely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm taking less money so you guys can get this guy, and, and it would seriously help the entire offense, and you just haven't done it. I don't – Right. Even if, it's, if even if it's for a year, you're paying him what 13, 14 million for the year. That's not that bad, right? Like, I don't know. If if I'm Baltimore, I'm taking advantage of that, and I'm trying to get him.
1: Yeah, Baltimore. If Baltimore gets DeAndre Hopkins, you might as well just we might as well just start planning our 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 parade trip to the for the Ravens.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, party be, in uh, Charm City.
1: Yeah, they just they would have too much firepower on that offense. Like I understand the game is not played on paper, but if if I'm anybody looking at that team on paper and I see DeAndre Hopkins. Odell Beckham, Lamar Jackson, Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews, J. k. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, all on one offensive side. I'm like, yeah, these guys are gonna be ridiculous.
0: yeah, like that's that's raps,
1: yeah, exactly. That's...
0: I don't know it it really does blow my mind because it's like what are, what do they know that we don't right? Uh, I don't know, but
1: I I guess that's why I'm not a GM of a team though, or a uh, owner, cause it, I don't know. I'd probably be broke offering the money. I'd be offering to these players out here. I'd be like, man, seriously, this, I need you. I need you come over here. I'd be trying to sign everybody. Like
0: exactly. Imagine as an MLB owner where all you have to do is pay a luxury tax. Yeah. So there's no cap? Exactly. Man, I would. I mean, the Phillies, like, I guess back to baseball for a second, because, like, the the Phillies owner, John Middleton, he said something along the lines of they'll remember – they're not going to remember you by how much money you made. They're going to remember you by how much success your team had or something like that. I forget Mm -hmm. the exact quote, but – like owners gotta spend.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And it makes no sense why some don't. Like is is there something we're missing?
1: I don't know. I couldn't tell you.
0: I I, I really don't think we're missing something. <laughs> Uh, Did you see that Tyreek Hill is under investigation, though?
1: Tyreek Hill is under investigation?
0: Yeah, for an alleged altercation. um, um, At a Miami Beach Marina.
1: I actually missed that. I know that he was on a boat not so long ago because he was fishing with his his, uh, agent.
0: Yeah, apparently he hit a Marina employee during a disagreement on Sunday. And uh, he's, I guess, under investigation for it.
1: Uh, they'll, they'll settle that out, outside of court. He'll, he'll write him a million-dollar check and go on about his business.
0: Speaking of that, the, the camera guy <laughs> that got pushed by uh, Devontae Adams,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he just wanted money.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Taking advantage of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, that's what a lot of these people do, you know? Because like, at the end of the day, they know that these people are human. These athletes are human, just like we are. So, like, with the Marina guy and Tyreek Hill, we don't know what it was that provoked Tyreek Hill to punch that man. Like, I, I'm sure he wasn't just punching the man for no no reason at all. He didn't just walk up and punch the man, like, there was obviously an altercation, something that provoked him to get that angry, to punch that man. And I feel like sometimes the people like us that are not athletes or famous people or things of that nature, when we get a chance where we can do something like that, where we can provoke an athlete to get to that point or something like that, we the, 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 the money is what's in mind already. Like, if he does this, I know that I can get this check. I know that I can get this. I know that I can get that, blah, blah, blah basically like black, black ball, blackmailing the athlete or that famous person.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely doing that. And I don't understand why people do that. It's so it's frustrating.
1: It is because then at the end of the day, like in this situation here, like I said, we don't know what provoked Tyreek Hill to hit that man. Right. What if it comes back that there's witnesses that say that this man provoked him in a way that, you feel me, Tyreek Hill hit, hit the man in self-defense. Now the guy looks stupid. He didn't get, doesn't get any money. And you just put Tyreek Hill's job and life in, not jeopardy. I mean, well, not his life, but his job in jeopardy di- based on the statements that you made that weren't even true all because you wanted some money.
0: Exactly. and. It's just disrespectful. Like, I don't – like, you have an opportunity to be around one of the best wide receivers in the game, and you're going for money instead of, like, being nice to him, and there's better ways to go about it that I don't understand why people don't. I don't know. It's always bugged me. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: The lack of respect is just mind-blowing. All right, well, it was a very quick episode this week. No Isaac and not really many stories, I guess, for any sport really. Uh
1: yeah, this is the more boring time of the year where there's nothing going on. It's just baseball. Yep, and yeah, WNBA. Uh I- I've that been watching I've been watching a couple of WNBA games just because there's nothing, no sports on at all except women's basketball and baseball.
0: It's so frustrating. <laughs> you yeah. uh, you want to send us away, though?
1: Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. We appreciate you very much. Um, hopefully next week we have Isaac back and it'll be the three of us. I don't know if there's been an episode with the three of us in a while. I, I feel like have. there's, in the last couple weeks, it's either I've been absent, I, Kylie's been absent, or Isaac's been absent. Something. So, hopefully next week, we have all three of us on here. We can give you guys a special, fun-filled episode. And um, appreciate you guys for coming again, and we'll see you next week.
0: And no Account. technical difficulties today.
1: Yep, no no technical difficulties today. So, that's a blessing. <laughs> <Finally>. <laughs>
0: Appreciate you, Mike. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week.
1: See you next week.